We're lucky enough to be joined now by Mr D3 himself, former All Black, Mr Craig Dowd, as we look back at what was a resounding result over the French in the weekend and hoping for more in Wellington this coming Saturday night. Of course, mired in controversy, as you'd expect, Craig Dowd. It is international football after all. Uh, first up, I'll get your thoughts on uh, on the card issues, the lack thereof, and the card that was given that never should have been, if you know what I'm talking about. How are you, Craig? Oh, it's hard not to know what you're talking about, Darcy. It's all over the show. And it takes away from what was a really great game. And, uh, yeah, we'll get to it, I suppose, after this. But, but what, what an impact from the bench. Anyway, yeah, the card issue, uh, quite frankly, I thought uh, the first one, um, and, I, and, I, and I saw the commentators in the media have missed on picking up that that was a third straight penalty. So, yes, it wasn't a yellow card incident, but the fact that it was a third penalty on the trot on defence means by law it had to be a yellow card. Uh, so that's something maybe the rugby sandwiches or, or, or the rest of the crew more to go back and, and, and review. Well, that's why I get you on, you see, because you hit the point straight away, don't you? So you reckon it's nothing to do with the fact that it was high. It's just fortuitous for him that it happened to be a three on the trot. That's why he sent him. Nothing to do with the fact he it was a mistaken call. This is not a bit of luck on his behalf, is it? No, look, had it gone to review or gone to the TMO, what the referee would have found, because given the penalty, he's never going to change his mind there, they're going to say, well, yeah, it's possibly not a yellow card, but at the end of the day, it was the third straight penalty on in the row, so it deems to be, had to be a yellow card. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's also in the law books these days. We're talking, of course, of the Frenchman, uh, Gabriel. I won't get you to pronounce his name, but this is the best I can do as well. Uh, he was the one that wore it. And after that, well, sorry, you'd see, you said but. I shouldn't interrupt. I'm being rude. Oh, I was just going to say, we we it's the only French I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that, of course, uh, well, it's not like that signalled the onslaught. The onslaught had started before that. It was, uh, would it have made any difference, do you think, Craig? Oh, no. I, look, I, I think there's, there's one fantastic rugby player in, in, in the form of Georgie Barrett who just should be really nervous this week. Didn't Damien McKenzie come on and go, hang on, I don't like sitting on the bench. You've got to start me. I'm, I'm, I'm the form, um, fullback. And he just he was electric when he came on. And then, and, you know, the Muppy was, was just a, He looked like he'd been sitting there all night just waiting for his opportunity. And it was brewing all that frustration inside of him. He got out there and just exploded. I, I, I was huge impact from... Oh, and, of course, we, we, we come to the debutante on, on the loose head prop side. You know, what a, what a first scrum from him. I, I, I think the whole... Bench were just sitting there saying, "Give me a crack," and and, and when they got their opportunities, they they just you know they took it with two hands. Talking about cracks, what did you make of Remy Grosso and the injury that uh, he succumbed to? That what was it? Kane got him, and then Offer got him with the shoulder. It was all kind of simultaneous, quite hard to work out. Do you got any thoughts on what should have happened after that? Resanctions? Well, yeah. Well, if we go on the incident, faces around, and he looked at the players as it happened. It, it was horrible. It, it was it was a car crash that. Uh, you know, unfortunately, for the injury sustained, it was just, um, you know, it, it was horrible. Uh, it, it was avoidable. I, I don't. It was nothing malicious in the way, or no intent, but it was clumsy. Um, I think it was clumsy on, on behalf of Sam Kane with a, with first a swinging arm, um, and that's that's uh, a, a yellow card, if not a red card, every day of the week. And then with uh, Offa Tuangamafasi to you know sort of lead with the shoulder on directly onto the head. Again, that's that's a, at minimum a yellow card, if not a red card, and so we we could have been down to thirteen men at that point, and uh, uh, it didn't happen. 
um, why it didn't go upstairs, why 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 no one well, it did, didn't it? But, but no one sort of made a call out there. And it, it's hard to believe. And I think the French have got uh, every right to sort of say, you know, well, they, they come out with the emotion. We know we're not cheats. We were clumsy, um, and, and we were wrong. Well, when we were guilty. Um, so at the end of the day, it's, it was missed. And, and in this day and age of uh, you know, the world rugby have come down and and made it very very clear that you know concussion is a huge issue, and, and anyone that's going to go above the nipple line is going to be um, um, penalised. And right there for the whole world to see, it happened and uh, it wasn't enforced. So how much of a difference would that have made if they'd lost one at least, maybe two guys? And being a you know Crusader fan, I'd say it makes no difference at all. They can play with 13, shouldn't worry the All Blacks, but how, much more key, I'm presuming, than the issue uh, with Gabriel. Uh, yeah, look, it, it, of course it's going to make a difference. Um, you know, it, it, it would have made a huge uh, impact in, in, in losing probably one wing, uh, because we'd, we'd lose a prop, and we'd have to you know, probably take off a back because we've just lost a, a loose forward, so we'd have gone down to you know seven forwards and, and six backs, and um, yeah, you've got to change your whole strategy. Uh, but you know, we'll never know. You know, we can't play devil's advocate. It, it, from what I saw from the players that came on, just give the ball to Damien McKenzie, <laughs> would have been all right. My two favourite words, and I've said this a million times and I'll keep saying it until they drag me out of the studio, but when it comes to the All Blacks and rugby, speed and accuracy. And uh, All Blacks, a bit shambolic's a bit cruel, but rusty in the first 40. But once they sorted that out, speed and accuracy to the fore, couldn't live with them. Impossible. Oh, and, and you're right. I mean, the, the physicality that the French bought and there's some good players, and they, you know, at times their wingers are absolutely electric. They've got you know, a pace to burn there, but we, we just kept... That consistency, that, that and I suppose we upped the game in the second half. Um, but yeah, we, we we certainly we certainly showed uh, some some great skill. I thought Aaron Smith at at, uh, at at nine was was clearing that ball, you know, and just just up the pace. He just allows us to play at that speed. And uh, you know, I thought Cody Taylor had an absolutely exceptional game. You know, getting the ball in hand and then then linking and and some of his offloads were. I'll just say one thing, you know, Andrew Saddle, absolute good bugger, and I've got, I've got a lot of time for the Savs. Just watched him on the news last night. He, he just he confronted him and says he's turning into the new Dane Coles. My God, there's nothing worse to say to a player. No player likes being in the shadow of any other player, especially if you're, you're the hooker and that you want that position. I think he corrected himself and said, oh, no, you're, you're turning into to, to the Cody Taylor, which, of course, of course he is. You know, at the end of the day, it's his, uh, it's his own legacy he wants to leave. But, uh, yeah, just, just got to point that one out. Uh, well pointed <laughs> out, the one and only Craig Dowd, who's very good at being himself. Craig, uh, the, the, we, we talked about the issues of the cards. Obviously, they were extraordinary, the All Blacks, when they came into their own. If you had any bugbears over that, any part of their display that you'd like them to adjust or tweak come Wellington, what would it be? Oh, I think that from what we saw from the bench, you know, there's real there's real pressure for, for places, uh, which is which is great to see. Um, look, I, I, what what would you change? Uh, possibly practice kicking from the sideline because I thought uh, Bowden Barrett had a real tough ask. Every kick seemed to be, you know, sort of right right on the right on the very touchline. Um, uh, you know, if anything, practice conversions because how, how many points do we leave out there? It. Uh, Mate, just just the, the, the All Black first game up, first test of the season. It's always a little bit rusty, but uh, 
you know, it only took us 40 minutes to get over it and, and, and not the 80. We'll get through it and I think we'll be better for it uh, next test match. And are you expecting, well not wholesale changes, but they've got a reasonable squad. Some of the guys that got left out this week, will he give them another role? Will he try and keep building this depth ahead of the championship or reward these guys by letting them stick around to do it all over again? Well, you've got to ask each who who had absolute howlers in that. And not, I, I can't think of any one All Black that, that you know, had a bad game. Um, there were just players that came on and, and, and really put their hand up. And I think, uh, how do you sit Damien McKenzie back um, down and say, mate, uh, you know, well, um, I'm going to put you back on the bench this weekend? Or, or do, you, do you actually seriously think about giving him a, an opportunity? Because, you know, he, he, he certainly showed it. But in saying that, you know, the impact off the bench, um, we've, got, we've got two world-class 15s there. Um, and one of the 15s has also been pushed to the wing. There is, there's, you know, there's Wasaki Naholo who's probably unlucky to miss out. I'm sure they've got a plan, you know. There is a really good squad and uh, I'm sure that, you know, Steve Hansen and co. want to give everyone an opportunity um, because you, the first game of the season, you know, it, it's about those guys taking the opportunity. You can't always, you know, promise them they actually were the incumbents. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be difficult to... To be selected this week. <laughs> Bloody hard to tweak it when you have a 41 point second half. <laughs> That's the story for you. Good on you, Craig. Hey, thanks very much for joining us as always. You carry on uh, pushing that uh, wonderful strapping d3tape.com and we look forward to catching up again soon. Thanks for yours. Thanks, Darcy. Cheers, mate.